Thank you for downloading this podcast from Emmanuel Church Lurgan. At Emmanuel, our vision is to help rewrite the story of Craigavon, Ireland and the nations with the good news of the Kingdom of God. We hope you enjoy listening to this message. Beautiful sense just of, of God's presence already with us uh, this morning. Um, where, where we're at, um, I... I, I, this week, just I guess at the beginning of the week, I just felt a really simple word. It was like it was just two or three words, a phrase that just kept going over and over and over in my mind at the beginning of the week. And I felt I wanted to bring that this morning and frame it around this where we've been in this journey over the last while on uh, facing the future, living our rhythms. Um, you know, the last three three Sundays prior to Mother's Day, and even in and around that, but we've been really looking around this idea of breakthrough, what it means for breakthrough in our lives, what it means as we experience breakthrough personally, what it means as we experience breakthrough amongst us, even as, as the church family. Uh, I mean, yeah, what it means is we carry breakthrough out and to, to the places around us as we seek and we pray. This is why Claire is endorsing you and encouraging you this morning to get involved with praying and the believing that actually it's not just what happens in here, but we're praying and believing for massive things in your families, with your friends and the culture and community around us. Your prayers are significant. I really would love to encourage you, please, to be part of that with us. And what we've been doing over the last while, when I guess we've been trying to remind ourselves of the fact that we are constantly, and this is for all of us, whether you are in a, in a place where you would say you're in a personal walk with the Lord or not, this is a truth for each and every person sitting in the room this morning. We are constantly daily in a spiritual battle. That's why we've been teaching in this principle of breakthrough and spiritual warfare. We are constantly in a spiritual battle. Um, there's, there's an unseen realm, a spiritual world that is around us, that is vying for your attention, that is seeking to outwork its principles and effect in your life. Uh, and the truth is, and part of why so many people then just don't really think about it that often, because it's one of those ones that just, it's, you can't almost physically touch it. Science can't prove it. Science just tries to discredit it. I, uh, in prior to working in church, I was a scientist. I was a science teacher. And this is just all you ever heard, even as you were being trained. And it was just, you were, you were taught just this principle of faith doesn't count because you can't almost prove it uh, in a scientific way. And yet this is the sort of thing that can only be perceived by faith on our relationship with God. And this is why we reminded ourselves two weeks ago when I was here of this truth that Paul speaks. Finally, be strong and in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms, this unseen realm that is around us. This is what our battle is against time and time and time. And so we've looked about the principle of breakthrough in our lives. But the next question that we simply just want to look at between this week and next week Phil is going to be here next week looking about the second part of this, really about how we just play into this together. But the next question just off the back of it. So it's great that we could really be believing for breakthrough. And hopefully you have sensed that even three, three or four weeks ago as Phil started to really unpack this personally in your life as you 
position yourself before the Lord and you start to ask God this, some of these key areas where we've looked at the idea of strongholds. I'm going to put Phil's diagram up later on so we can all see it again because it's such a great picture. Um, but some of these areas of stronghold or struggle that might be in your life, perhaps maybe as you start to see breakthrough, it starts to come in. The question that it leaves us next with is this, what's next? What's next? This, this for me, I guess, is a, is a question I felt even right, right across today. So it's the final night of Alpha. I'm sharing, I'm speaking at it tonight. And this is the question I want to simply ask again tonight. What's next? For all of us in the room this morning, regardless of where you're at, where you would say you're at and even in your own walk with the Lord, the question I want to simply ask you is what's next? What do you believe is next? What are you praying and expecting for in your life as the next? What's next for you? There's a next that God desires to lead us. What does it mean for us? And this is, I guess, where my mind was going. What does it mean for us not just to experience breakthrough? So in that thing that we said, we just wanted to have breakthrough in our life, that area that we're talking about. But I want to ask this. What does it mean to continue to walk in breakthrough? What does sustained breakthrough look like for you in your life? What does it mean to experience that in an ongoing way? Because the phrase that I really felt God really speaking to me at the start of the week was this. I just, I woke, I think it was a Monday, and it was just these words. And I sat with it during the day, and as the week went on, I just kept feeling these words without measure, without measure. And, and as I was praying, I just felt I wanted to bring it today. This is, this is the Father's desire for us as his children. What he has for you, he has it for you without measure. The ways of the kingdom and the ways of God in your life, he has it for you without measure. You need to speak this over your own life and to believe it and to take hold of it today. What he has for you, he has it for you without measure. And so this is where... Uh, today just in three simple ways and again these might sound almost like familiar phrases that we've perhaps heard before I've heard them lots of times before but again I just want to say and ask myself this God in the what's next in my own life in the what's next for us in the what's next even of what we believe and desire in the lives of our families and friends and in our community God what are some of the things that you have for us and what is the without measure that you have for us in these things and so the first thing I really want to just speak into is this we need to remove our limits we need to recognize some of the own limits that we place on the things of God ourselves <laughs> In your life, one of the things that will hold you back the most in your walk with the Lord are the limits that you place on your own life. The thoughts that you have about yourself and the things that you will tell yourself that you cannot do. The limitations that you speak over your own life and over your own being, you need to recognize that these are not of God. These are things that you're speaking over your own life and they're not of the Father because what the Father has for you is without measure. It's limitless. It goes beyond, as one of the, the verses we're going to be looking at later, beyond anything that we could think or hope or imagine. It is with measure. We need to remove our limits. John says this, or Jesus says this in the book of John, that this principle is where I first want to look at this. And he says these words, when an impure spirit comes out of a person, it goes through, in places, it goes through places seeking rest and does not find it. 
Then it says, I will return to the house I left. When it arrives, it finds the house unoccupied, swept clean, and put in order. Then it goes and takes with its seven other spirits more wicked than itself. And they go in and live there. And the final condition of that person is worse than the first. This is how it will go with this wicked generation. And, and I recognize that in this passage, what Jesus is primarily speaking about here, this is, a, this is an, a, an encounter where someone is being delivered of an evil spirit. I understand that this is the principle of what Jesus is saying, is that when that evil spirit is cast out of a person, unless it is filled, that it can result in something that's worse. But yet when we apply this principle to the area of breakthrough in our lives, in exactly the same way as what we've looked at, it's just as important, right, that yes, we want to believe for breakthrough in that area, in that thing, in that struggle, in that stronghold that you might have in your life. It's important that we start to believe God for breakthrough. But it's just as important to start asking the next question, but what is it that God actually wants to fill that space with in our lives? What are some of the things that God desires for us to step into? For us to truly live freely and fully, it is so important for us to ask, God, what do you want to fill my life with? What are the things that you are giving to me? And this is the truth that I believe I just want to just name this morning. It can be such a subtle lie of the enemy over our lives. When we reduce, when we reduce breakthrough to just, just overcoming that one thing, We can reduce the principle of breakthrough if we can just overcome that. And listen, I'm this, this isn't to belittle that in any way. It is so important that we can see breakthrough in that area. When we can see us starting to get victory in that area. But one of the things that we can do is we can belittle the significance of breakthrough. Because breakthrough isn't just about what we, how we can stop this one thing. But breakthrough is about how we can step fully into all that God has because we've ended this one thing. It isn't about just an end of a position or an end of a moment, but this is a beginning point for us to launch us into something that God has for us in our lives. Breakthrough releases us into the place that is without measure in our lives. And this morning, I just want to simply name it, that as you are seeking and continue to press into whatever that area, that might be a stronghold, as Phil was talking about in his diagram in your life, and that as you seek the help of the Lord and as you press in for breakthrough to see an end of that in Jesus' name, it's important that that isn't just your ending point when you see an end of that, but actually as you step into the next of what God has for you, the immeasurably more that lies beyond it, this is what God's desire is for us in our lives, that we would be a people that more and more over and above we would be filled and laid out an experience of fullness of life. This is the verse that Paul says to the church in Ephesus, this is what I was referencing earlier. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more 
than all we could ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen. You see, this was the prayer. This was the language of breakthrough that Paul was praying over the church. It wasn't that he was praying simply, Father, I pray that they would stop those things that hold them back. But he was praying language like this. He was saying, I pray that you would be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. I pray that you would be able to grasp the, 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 how, the, the, how wide and how long and how deep is the love of the Father and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled, listen to the language, that you may be filled, that you may be filled, that you may be filled to the measure of all that God has, that you may be filled and you would understand that there is immeasurably more that what God desires to give is not just an end of something, but that you would be filled, that this is without measure. This is for us in your life. And you need to know that you are not, you, you are God's joy. You are God's delight. You are not the tail. You are ahead. You are going ahead of these things. You are not secondary in God's eyes. You are not belittled in God's eyes. He has significant and huge plans for you. And what we need to do is to take hold of the immeasurably more that he has for us. Breakthrough is not just simply when we stop something. Breakthrough is when you step fully into all that God has for you in your life. That's simply all I want to speak this morning. Breakthrough is not just when you see an end to that thing that's been a struggle. There's more. Breakthrough is when you step into all that God has for you. And this is the invitation that I just simply want to release this morning. This is what God has. And his is desire for us this morning as the sons and daughters is don't settle for less. Don't settle for less. Yes, he desires to see victory in that area that you feel as a weakness. He desires that for you. But that as you have that victory, it releases you into the more that he has for us. This is his heart for us as our father. The immeasurably more that we would be a people that would just simply live without measure. It's not good news. Who, who believes that for himself this morning? Who wants that for themselves this morning? And yet what so easily happens, the first thing we need to recognize is that yes, we can be talking about spiritual warfare, but the thing that we need to be really careful about is that so much of the limits, we actually place them on our own lives the thoughts that we have about ourselves. And yet we need to know the good thoughts and the purposes and plans that God has for us. Phil's diagram, you know this, is where he talked about it's our thoughts, the result in the values that we have that lead to the lifestyle and the actions that results in the bondage in terms of spiritual warfare. And this is why Phil was talking about to break these strongholds. We have to do it in exactly the same way. It's by renewing our thoughts and it's by renewing our thinking. We need to step into all that we could become. Yet so often we say things like this. Do you ever hear yourself saying this? I could never do that. Did you ever say that? Or you would say something like, God would never do that. Or you would say, it always happens to others, but not me. Did you ever say something like that? God could do use other people for that, but, but not for me. We limit, and yet his heart for us is immeasurably more, and to give us without measure. And for that reason, we need to have faith then for the next steps. That's why I'm just simply asking the question, what's next?
What's next? This morning, I just feel that the Father just wants to release and stir faith this morning for the next steps in your life. Two weeks ago, I talked about um, for the plans and the purposes that he has for us. Ephesians 2 verse 10. So Ephesians 2, for by grace you've been saved through faith. We talked about that. It's, it's a gift of God's. It's not a work so we can boast about it. But it says, as for we are God's handiwork, his masterpiece, created in Christ Jesus for good works, for the purposes, for the what's next that he has for you to outwork. And that's where we're going to be looking at today. But to do that, we have to take off our limits. Last thing, just to send this before I look at the last two points really quickly. This verse, sin is crouching at the door. So when we're talking about these areas of breakthrough, sin is crouching at the door, eager to control you. But you must subdue it and be its master. Genesis 4 verse 7. Again, just a, another verse, almost just to share in terms of what I'm thinking in this. Sometimes when we think about a sin is at the door eager to control us, it says, but you must subdue it. It's like you must overcome it. There's a way of being able to overcome it. We can subdue it. We can stop those things. What you seek breakthrough in, it is possible. I want to remind you, it is possible. Well, in your mind, you might say, oh, it's just, I can't stop it. it. You can, right? When you say that phrase to yourself, I can't stop it, you need to know that it's a lie and a tactic of the enemy. You can. You can overcome it. You can subdue it, but it's more than that. It's more than just simply subduing it. You can be its master. You can actually master this thing in your life, not by your own ability or your own strength, but by God actually coming upon you in your life. This is part of what's available to you. And so this morning, that's why I just want to lift your eyes to say what's next, what's beyond you, the immeasurably more that God has. And the second point just really simply is this. So we need to remove our own limits, but we need to welcome more. And this is the really important part. This is the part that's just life-given in all its fullness. We need to welcome more and more and more and more of the Holy Spirit. Listen, we talk about this all the time. I know that you're not, I'm not saying anything that's new here this morning, but I need you to hear this afresh. You need to welcome more and more and more and more and more of the Holy Spirit in your life. The truth is, is that simply to do these things, if we try to do them out of our own ability, with a motivation or out of best effort, these things we're trying to overcome, and that's really important that we do put effort and, uh, into it ourselves. Simply, it can often come out of a place just of being good living. <laughs> you know, we're doing this ourselves. Yet Jesus wasn't simply interested in, in us being good. He was interested in us coming alive in the things of the Spirit. Jesus himself had lived a perfect life he was the sinless, spotless Lamb of God. And yet at his baptism, what we see is that the Spirit of God descends in the form of a dove, comes upon Jesus. And it's this that empowers Jesus. It's this that releases breakthrough in Jesus' life for the life of others. The power of heaven comes upon him. And this is what Jesus desires for us. This is what the Father desires for us. Listen again to these words that Jesus says. If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask them. And yet so often what we do in our lives again is that when we think of those words, we think, well, Father, will you give me the Holy Spirit? And we hope, we hope that he might. And this is where our minds can often go. If he feels okay about us, if he maybe likes me enough today, he might help me a bit. He might give me, 
again, some of our thoughts and the way we think about ourselves and the way that we view ourselves, this is not what the Father thinks about us because this is the truth that we see then that actually John actually paints a picture for us and it says this, for he whom God has sent utters the words of God. And listen to the truth. For he gives his spirit, what's the words? Without measure. Without measure. When the Father desires to give you the Holy Spirit, he doesn't want to give it in part. He wants to give it without measure in your life. When we invite and we welcome the Holy Spirit and we ask the Father, this is what the verse before us just said, he delights in giving us the Holy Spirit, but not just in a little way. He gives it without measure. He gives it without limit. What is available to us is the completely limitless power of heaven available in our lives by his Holy Spirit, not because of anything we do in our own ability, but his Spirit is alive. It's upon us. It's within us. His Spirit is here to bring the life of, of, of the kingdom of heaven to you in your life, and yet it's don't play it down. The limitless power of God is available to you. He gives us the Spirit without measure. You see, the Father is desperate for us to get this. The Holy Spirit, you see, the Bible says this. This is who the Holy Spirit is. Lots of things it says about it. Here's just three things. The Spirit who is helper. For that area of breakthrough in your life, you don't have to struggle alone. The Father gives you the Holy Spirit who is your helper, and he gives you the Holy Spirit without measure. He doesn't just give it one day, and then another day and you're on your own. He gives it without measure. He gives the Spirit who reveals the hidden things of God to us. Can I just say this? For some people in the room this morning, I just really sense this, just writing it. Some people in the room this morning, you're praying and you're asking God for wisdom. You're asking God for guidance around some key areas or decisions in your life. And you're really just believing and you're needing God to speak. The Spirit reveals the hidden things of God to us. The things that the Father wants to reveal, the Spirit gives that to us. And this is the Spirit that the Father gives to us with out measure. And then finally, the Spirit, he gives us the power of heaven in our lives. When we talk about everything that we want to come available for other people, the Father gives you the Spirit without measure. The power of heaven available in our lives without measure. This is what the Father desires for us just to see again afresh this morning. All that is yours all that is yours as a son and a daughter of God. And I don't say this in a way in terms of like, just because these sound like really good words to say, this is the truth of the gospel. This is the truth of the gospel. This is more than just simply us being saved so that we can go to heaven. This is all that is available to us as the church of Jesus Christ. It's ours by right this morning. The Father desires to give it. He desires to give it without measure. Over and over and over again, he speaks this to us. The Father is desperate for us. Again, not just to remove the strongholds in our lives, but to fill, to fill, to fill, to fill, to fill, to fill our lives with his spirit. We, 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 have, a, we have a sense that beyond Easter, this is... We've been chatting about it. We, we feel that one of the things we probably will take some number of weeks on is just to talk more and more about the Holy Spirit. We never can get to a point where we say, we know all about the Holy Spirit. We've experienced it. There's immeasurably more. 
And what the Father desires to give you in your life, he desires to fill, to fill, to fill your life with his presence over and over and over again. So we just keep on asking. We can never get comfortable and say we've experienced it enough. He desires to give it to us without measure. And the final thing, just simply this morning, we need to remove our limitations ourselves. Stop talking nonsense over our own lives. Stop helping the enemy out and saying things that just aren't true over our own lives. We need to welcome more of the Spirit. And we need, we need now, so when we're talking about facing our future, we need now in a posture of breakthrough, we need to begin to live a life in the Spirit. Personally for us, I don't have the verse on the screen, but you know we talk about this so often, that truth in John 10.10. Jesus says the enemy's purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. But I desire that you have life in the fullest way possible. Sometimes we just miss the total understanding of what that actually means, full. When Jesus says, I desire that you have life in the fullest way possible. Do you understand what fullest means? I don't think I do. I don't think any of us do. And this is where I'm talking about the limitations. I think sometimes what happens is we think that we've experienced enough. And yet there's more. There's more life in the fullest that he desires for us. And for you personally in your life, this is the, this is the good news. When the Holy Spirit is upon us, listen to the truth of Scripture over your life this morning. We can live freely. And the reason why we can live freely is this. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Like, not just a wee bit. Not just in a, oh, I hope, I hope that this is me, like, I can stop this for a couple of days. Or I can get over this for just a week. There is, like, total freedom. Do you ever know, if you read the gospel narratives where, where Jesus was saying to people, you know, so people that he was healed, people he cast evil spirits out of. And you know what he, remember the phrase he would have said, he would have said, like to the woman who was caught in adultery, Jesus, Jesus calls out everything in her life, sends her out, and he says these words, he says, neither do I condemn you. And he says, now go and sin no more. It's almost like she has stepped into something that is so life-giving. And what Jesus is saying, don't allow yourself to be caught again in that pattern. Don't return to it once again because where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. It's almost like from this point where the Spirit of the Lord is, wherever it is, that area of breakthrough in your life, from this point, it's not as if it's, oh, well, I hope I can just be better at this. There's freedom. That means this is the beginning point for the new part of your life. This area, when you invite the Spirit to come into it and you receive His power to come in and break through, it's that at this point, this is the full stop. This is the end of the road for this. This is the beginning point for you to move forward into all that the Lord has for you because here's the truth that it says again for whom the Son sets free is free indeed whom the Son sets free is free indeed this is what I need to speak over areas of my own life as well those things you're thinking oh I just wish it could stop holding me back but whom the Son sets free is free indeed it's like this is the end point Accept the Holy Spirit. Acknowledge those areas in your life. Receive the help of the Holy Spirit. Accept the abundantly above all that God has for us. Imagine the, the, 
understand the truth that he gives us the spirit without measure daily as we receive over and over and over again. This is why daily you need to be asking God, give me Holy Spirit, come upon my life today. When you wake up tomorrow, Holy Spirit, will you help me come upon my life afresh today? We can never get enough of it because it's without measure in our life because as we receive that in our life, whom the Son sets free is free indeed. This, this is for us to live into. And yet again, Sonia gave a word two weeks ago and it hasn't left me. She called it out here to the front of church. We live with the mindset of lack. We live with the mindset of lack. We think like, well then that's, I've, I've, I've experienced enough. I've tasted, that's as good as it is and God thank you, that's good. But there's so much more. Can I say this, regardless of how long you've been a Christian, regardless of how much of the scriptures you've read and you've studied, there is so much more for you to experience. There is so much more for you to encounter of the things of God. Never settle and think that you have reached it or you have attained it. This is why Paul says we need to press in. We need to press on and take hold of all that he has for us, whom the Son sets free is free indeed. And the last thing in this point we need to live a life in the Spirit because for you, it means freedom. And for other people around us, this was the final point of breakthrough. He talked about breakthrough outside. It means freedom as well. And this is where Paul talks about this in 1 Corinthians 12, verse 7. A spiritual gift is given to each of us so that we can help each other. You know, the gifts of the Spirit are given so that we can help the things of the Spirit. And this is what we simply want to finish this morning and just ask afresh just for an infilling of the Holy Spirit. The reason why the Spirit comes upon us, we don't have to do these things in our own ability. The life-giving power of the Holy Spirit comes upon us so that we can bring that life to others. Many believers in the world today do not believe that the gifts of the Spirit are for this present day, sadly. They feel that for many people, and this was part of the theology that I was brought up with, they were only needed for the establishment of the church and the early parts of scriptures. And the main reason for that, let me say this, is not because people who have hold those thoughts are bad in any way, but it's the total misinterpretation, I feel, of 1 Corinthians 13. And it says this in 1 Corinthians 13. So 1 Corinthians 12 gives the full list of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. In 1 Corinthians 13, that passage that we hear read at weddings time and time again about love. And yet it says this in 1 Corinthians 13. We teach this in Grow. So for any of the guys in the room from Grow, this, this is a bit of a reminder to you this morning. It says this, for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. These are gifts of the Spirit. As for knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part. But when the perfect comes, the partial will pass away. But, th but th this is what happens. This is what has happened, I should say this. Some people have interpreted those last lines, you know, for when the perfect comes, the partial, so it's talking about the gifts of the Spirit, the partial things here in reference to some of them, like words of knowledge, tongues, these things it says are partial. It says when the perfect comes, the partial will pass away. And what some people have interpreted that as the perfect was our Bible, the canon of Scripture. So some people have said that because we have the written word of God, the gifts of the Spirit aren't needed for today. And yet, let, let me just ask this question. As we look around 
like my word, after two years of COVID, now living in the midst of war and killing and all sorts of things, economy, crisis, all those sort of things, we can, everybody, there's not one person who can sit in this room and say that we sit in the midst of a world where the perfect has come. We sit still in a partial world and see what has happened. What we need to recognize when the perfect comes is when our king is coming back and Jesus is returning. He will return. And when the perfect comes, when Jesus returns to this world, we no longer need the gifts of the Spirit because he will be with us. The gifts are given to us until that point. And this is the invitation that is given to us. Bill Johnson says this, if you assign 10 believers, new believers, the task of studying the Bible to find God's heart for this generation, not one of them could conclude that spiritual gifts are not for today. You just simply have to be taught that stuff. And part of the misunderstanding around spiritual gifts, again, we teach this and grow, is because this is the word that's used for gifts in the Bible, charismata. It means gifts. And when you talk about a gift, I don't know about you, but when someone says, here's a gift, you almost see it in your head as an optional thing. Do you want it or not? Here's a free gift. And yet the Amplified Version, probably in my understanding, gives a really better understanding of this word charismata. And it means this, spiritual enablements or spiritual empowerments. Everything that God wants to enable or to empower us as his church to step into comes in the person and the gifts of the Holy Spirit in our lives. That's why Steve Thompson says these words, words of knowledge, words of wisdom and discerning of spirits are gifts in the same way that guns, ammunition and grenades are gifts for a soldier. They are divine empowerments to operate in the supernatural revelation and power of God, the gifts of the Spirit. And this, as Holly comes, Holly, could you? Let's see where we go with this. <laughs> Jamie, do you want to come up with her? You can. Phil always talks about Jamie doing the wee Philly things in the keys. Hmm? Oh, he's off the hook. Holly's told me he can sit down. It's fine. Today, I just really felt just to finish with this. Holly's just going to just play and just sing just for a few minutes. Our time's up. Um, but I just really feel for us. <laughs> It's, it's been brilliant just being able to talk into these areas of breakthrough. And I said that to you, like I felt that some of the teaching that Phil gave in this with the diagram that I showed on the board earlier and didn't do it any justice, um, it was really anointed teaching. But I just feel that for us, if we just sit with the principle of knowing, right, there's breakthrough for us and that there can be an end to something, we miss the next, actually, that God has. And that's what I want to call out this morning for you. There is immeasurably more. There is immeasurably more for your life, for your family, for us as a church family, for our town. There is immeasurably more. And that's why simply this morning, I just, I just thought it would be great. Holly's going to play and sing something. And she'll lead us just in a little bit here. Um, but I, I'd love you to stand with me this morning, could you? We'll, we'll only take five minutes on this and then we'll be out in good time. The kids team will be delighted this morning. We're arriving early to pick up your kids. But I would love you just as Holly starts to play this morning. Why don't you hold out your hands for me, can you?
Okay, and I, w- I want you to begin to uh, picture for me this morning. So over the last few weeks in terms of the teaching that we've brought you through, but um, as we've named some of those areas, those strongholds, those areas of struggle, those areas of weakness where you're seeking breakthrough, I want you to, I want you to name that again afresh this morning for you in your life. I want you to picture that area in your life again right now. And I almost want you to imagine if if you ha- if you can picture it that there's 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 a heavy rucksack that you have in your back and today that almost as you take it off and that as you set it on the ground, I want you to picture it and to say, I'm never picking that up again. I'm never picking that up again. I'm never picking that up again. But the next point is, is that, you see, the reason why we take these things off and the, the sin that so easily entangles, the, the thing that can weigh us down, is that now that it means is that we are now able to take the next step more freely. And so what I would love for you to do just before Holly begins to lead us, I would love you to just allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you right now. What's next? I want you to begin to to lift your eyes and to lift your imagination to what's next. What is the immeasurably more that he has for you? So I love you to hold that. Holly's going to just lead us just in a, in a song here just for a couple of minutes. And then we're going to just finish just by praying, just to sailing in a fresh invitation, an impartation of Holy Spirit without measure this morning amongst us. So, Father, even as you speak to us now of the what's next, I thank you, God, for the good plans that you have for us, the good purposes. God, you have for each of our lives. God, for the immeasurably more that you have for us to step into. God, for the immeasurably more that you have to release in us and through us. God, for what is yet to come, we recognize, God, your desire for us. And so go right now, God, in that posture, God, and because of that, we worship you afresh, God, in this moment. And so come, Holy Spirit, let's worship together. We hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast. For more information about our church and all that we do, please visit our website at emmanuel-church.co.uk.